What's up guys, I'm Paul. Today's video, we are talking about Hocus Pocus 2. I'm going to be running down what is this film. If you haven't heard, if you're kind of under a rock, it's been making waves. One, because it's the sequel to Hocus Pocus 1, which really made the rounds when I was a kid. It was a big film. I don't think I was allowed to watch it, but I'm pretty sure I went over to my cousin's house. Like some of you guys growing up in homeschool Christian families, you went over to your cousin's or your friend's house and you watched some of it. That's kind of my story. But the second one, it's out on Disney Plus, And there was a Texas mom that went viral for making a Facebook post where she really went after the film. Warning parents, do not let your kids watch it. We're going to talk about all of this. We're going to talk about the film. Get ready. I'm about to give my perspective. It may not sit. It may make some of you guys unhappy with me. That's just that there's always a risk of that. I'm willing to take that risk. Lord, lead your people, lead your church, God. All right. First, make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't. We make videos on now we give commentary on culture, social issues, and faith to help you be in the word, be in the world, but of the word. Also, shout out to Good Ranchers. I whipped up for my pregnant, not pregnant, can't say that anymore, my newly mothered wife whipped up some steaks yesterday. We enjoyed those and we already got burgers uh, thawing in the fridge. Good Ranchers, if you guys have not tried them out, they are awesome. All right, so let's move right into today's topic, you guys. Right in with the trailer. I just pulled like a short clip from Hocus Pocus 2 trailer just to give you guys a little bit of the vibes of what's happening here, okay? Legend has it, it's on the 16th birthday that a witch gets her powers. Uh, hide your kids, hide your kids, lock up your children because the witches are back. Mm, very interesting. All right. Um, how about this? Let me read because I, I simply I, I did not watch the film. I watched the trailer. I watched a couple of the trailers and then I read the synopsis. So let's listen to a little bit of the synopsis to get a feeling of what this is all about. This is some of the plot. I just literally Googled Hocus Pocus 2 plot and found it on Wikipedia. Uh, it starts out, it's talking about the three witches and their kind of backstory. It says, uh, when they go into the Forbidden Forest, they make acquaintance with Mother Witch, or of Mother Witch, who gifts Winifred her magic book for her 16th birthday, but explicitly warns the sisters against casting a spell known as the Magica Maxima, something like that, which makes the user all-powerful. Mother Witch also teaches the sisters to kill other children to keep their youthfulness. Youthfulness. Ooh. Uh, it goes on to say uh, a little further down, Becca and Izzy, two friends, visit a magic shop, formerly the Sanderson Cottage, run by Gilbert, who gifts Becca a candle for their annual birthday ritual. Becca and Izzy light the candle and discover that it is another black flame candle as there is a full moon and the girls are both virgins. The candle resurrects the Sanderson sisters once again. Um, already pretty unsettling. It goes down a little further. It says, Winifred decides they will cast the Magicai Maxima spell to eliminate 
Trasky and take revenge on Salem. I think Trasky is the mayor of Salem. The sisters trap Izzy and Becca in the basement and leave to hunt down Trasky, whose blood is needed to complete the spell. Um, okay, and then finally, the last kind of piece I have here is, uh, man, ew, ew, ew. guys, this is PG. This is a PG movie aimed at, you know, whatever, Gen Z, kids, it's on Disney+, Plus, like, if I'm a kid that's not very well supervised and I see this popping up right before Halloween, I'm probably clicking on it. The girls reunite with Cassie and manage to trap the sisters within a salt circle in Cassie's garage before Mayor Trasky returns home. The three teenagers make amends with one another, but their reunion is interrupted, interrupted when the sisters escape the circle, kidnap Cassie, use her uh, kidnap Cassie to use her blood instead. Um, Becca and Izzy follow them to the Forbidden Forest where Gilbert has assembled the ingredients and soon discover that Becca, who's one of the friends that's trying to stop the three witches, the three sister witches, Becca is also a witch. So it keeps talking about like the blood rituals. I don't think there's any actual blood rituals that take place. I don't think they capture this girl and use her blood, but nevertheless, there's all obviously like a lot of blood ritual sacrifice talk in this movie. And we're about to get to the Texas mom and what she has to say. And that's kind of one interesting part. I think the very like end of the film, not to give spoilers if you guys really care, but it's like uh, the new friends, the friends that were trying to stop the sister witches are, are like practicing witchcraft. And you got Becca who's a witch and they're so... You know, good guys and bad guys. The witches are the bad guys. Well, not exactly because Becca's a witch. Becca turns out to be a witch. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, there's a, there's a pretty good idea. Here's the movie poster. Um, you probably saw it in the thumbnail, but... Whoa. That right here. Yeah, Hocus Pocus 2. So, you guys have a pretty good idea without watching the film. There's some of what you're going to get. Uh... Here is some of the Texas mom's viral warning, and then I'm about to weigh in more on it. And again, my, my weighing in may surprise you a little bit, honestly, if I'm just being real. But the Texas mom, she made apparently a, a Facebook post that just picked up steam, went viral. It caused a lot of reactions. Obviously, some people are like, thank you so much for uh, bringing this to my attention, my family's attention. I won't be showing this to my kids, but then as you guys would expect, you got people pushing back on her saying, chill out, making fun of her. So let's see some of what she had to say. We'll just, we're just going to call her Texas Mama. What was her name? Uh, I can't even remember her name. It might play, it might show it on here. Let's see what Texas Mama has to say. A worst case scenario is that you unleash hell. The whole movie is based on witches harvesting children for blood sacrifices. I believe whatever comes in our TV screens, there are things attached to that. I've seen for myself the things that I've watched with my eyes or heard over a TV screen, they become manifested in, in real life. There's a little piece of it. I'm going to play the second piece in a second. Um, you unleash hell. Uh, what you watch on your TV screen becomes manifest in real life. 
again, I'm not going to like, I do not want to discredit her passion, her genuine concern, and perhaps what she's saying. She might be totally right. Let's let's watch the, the final kind of half of this, uh, and then we'll dissect this a little more. In, in real life, everybody thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any type of spell that they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home. At the end of the day, I want people to walk away with discernment. If you, you're watching this, just start thinking. Start thinking for yourself and even overthink. Start thinking for yourself and even overthink. I saw the Archon in the live chat say, please let her name be Karen. Wow, the Archon. It's not Karen, okay? I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. It's not Karen. So um, let me start with some of what I do agree with with Texas Mama. Concern Texas Mama. I mean, you guys heard the the plot description I was reading. I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like, oof, there are Christians. I guess my first thing before I really dive into certain aspects, like there are Christians that sit down with their kids and want to watch this film. It's kind of shocking to me. Um, I think that what, I mean, you guys, you guys know that Morgan and I have said on many occasions, Christians, be vigilant, be careful when it comes to your dating relationships, protect your purity. When it comes to what you watch, what you listen to, be careful. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. That's the real deal and the spiritual realm is very real. However, do I think that some people can become what I would consider, what I would deem obsessed with demons? Yes, I think some people can become obsessed with demons, and that's where I may have a guest that pop that <laughs> pops into the my baby. Get your non-pregnant butt over here. <laughs> mm. Um, what I was saying, guys, if you're pumped to see Morgan back, her glowing face, give this video a thumbs up. Hey, guys. I'm going to skew this over towards you more. <laughs> um, I think that there is such a thing as becoming demon obsessed to the point where, and I'm going to give a few examples, where I, I, I could see what the mom, Texas mama um, where it may be taken a little too far. I'm, I'm unleashing hell in my living room. What does she mean by that? I'm, uh, it's what I've watched is manifest the spells coming through your TV into your living room. I was actually talking to Caroline, who was a guest on the show a week and a half ago. And she, she was saying, I really like what this mother has to say. I think that her, her caution is real. I get it. I respect that. I think it's, we, we as parents especially need to be caring for our kids and what they watch. Spells coming through the TV into your living room, unleashing hell. I think that that personally is a little <laughs> over the top. It uh, feels a little over the top and it becomes a little bit of demon obsessed. Similar to we had someone um, say, oh, Paul, cat statue Morgan that you bring out. Don't don't put that in your videos because it could it literally statues like that ceramic statues could harbor demons it could hold demons mm -hmm. or paul uh you go you, you buy pokemon cards you're 
bringing in demons to your home or you go to an antique store. These are just things like I'm thinking an antique store and you buy some old artifact. It could be bringing in demons. They could be attached. I'm kind of like, okay, let's Christians. I appreciate your vigor, but we can chill a little bit. Let's be obsessed with Jesus and maybe chill out a little bit on the demon obsession. Morgan. Morgan, take it away. (laughs) Well, it's interesting. Hello, everyone. It's interesting because we have said many, many times, babe, that what you watch and what you listen to and what you're reading and the people that you're hanging out with matter. And it's important to be wise about what you're taking in. Would you say you agree 100% with Texas Mama? I don't know if everything she said is like necessarily biblically accurate, but I think she does have wisdom in that we need to be vigilant, we need to be careful, we need to use discernment in what we're watching and what we're letting our kids watch. And I think especially movies that have to do with witchcraft, to me it's like, uh, like so so much witchcraft, hocus pocusy, and Harry Potter even, which some people you know have arguments for Harry Potter and how good and evil, whatever. Well, and that's what I wanted to to move into. Okay, someone that watches Texas Mama, someone that listens to the rundown of this movie, which again, I'm 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 listening to myself read that, and I'm like, what Christian would want to? In the slightest, watch this. That's just my reaction. And I, so I, I would agree. This, especially the blood sacrifices and with the, the youths. I mean, these look like six, they're 16-year-old girls. It's like, Disgusting. run. But then I think to myself, and, and I, I stand by that. I'm, I'm just saying I stand by that. Okay, so many of you on here are going to say, Paul, why would you even second guess anything? This is all completely, fair enough. <laughs> what about Harry Potter? And Morgan just said, personally, I'm sure that those people would say, would, yeah, Harry okay, Potter is terrible. Totally fine. <laughs> I, I respect that. About two years ago, I was watching one of the Harry Potter movies and I got a check in my spirit, my what I would consider just conviction of like what is right and wrong, the discernment. I decided I'm actually going to distance myself from Harry Potter. I'm not, I'm no longer uh, feeling okay to just sit down and watch it for entertainment. But let's go a step further. What about Lord of the Rings and Narnia? Lord of the Rings, which I really like, Gandalf's a wizard. And he's technically a good wizard, which kind of blurs the lines even more. Yeah. And then I was thinking about when I taught at the Latin school, I used to teach at a classical education school. We read two books that I loved, both uh, by the same author, Robin Hood and King Arthur's Knights, the round table. They both had at least one story with a witch in there. What do we do with that? Do we not read those works of literature? Morgan? I don't know. Talk to us. <laughs> what do you guys think? Comment below. You, you see what I'm saying? Star Wars, Marvel, Encanto. You guys are, you know, so many people get so passionate about no to this. Encanto is full of magic. You're pretty passionate right now, boy. Encanto is Take full of magic. Breath. And when I did a poll on Instagram, the majority were cool with Encanto. Well, anywho. What do you think? <laughs> I think that the fa- the point is to just have discernment. There are levels, there are movies, there are books, there are stories. 
and some are worse than others. Some are more dangerous than others. Some are gonna you're gonna feel more convicted about one movie than you are about another movie, and someone else will feel more convicted about both of those movies so it's really a lot of discernment and just like a desire to protect your heart to protect your child's heart and spirit and to just not mess around with certain things I mean like literally as you were reading that description of the movie I was just like this is really dark and disgusting. This premise of the virgins and the child sacrifice. Like, what I, in the heck? I agree. I agree. So I think that that Texas mama had every right to be like, are you insane for letting your kids watch this? Um, and and I think she has a point in, like, there are true, genuine witches in this world. And, like, the spells that they're using in movies are real spells uh and so, i mean maybe sometimes but I, I don't want to just be like well, every not every yeah not yeah. every but yeah a lot of which movies the spells that they're casting in the movies are legit spells I, I believe that and so you know do i think that watching a movie with a spell that's cast is all of a sudden gonna send a demon into your house and sit on your shoulder no but i do think that what you watch is very important and your eyes are the doors to your spirit in a lot of ways and so just being wise of what you're taking in and recognizing are you struggling with nightmares are you struggling with depression with anxiety with fear because if you are ask yourself what am i watching what am i taking in regularly so there is wisdom i would completely agree what i just kind of desire and what, what I see from some Christians, again, like be vigilant and go with your convictions. Seriously. Um, what I do see is some of, I feel like some Christians become just like almost really nervous that, oh my goodness, I'm letting in a demon here. I'm, I'm bringing in this, this cat statue. Could there be a demon? This picture, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can, I personally, I think you can chill out a little bit if you are intentionally looking to invite that stuff, um, you know, seeking out the demonic realm, yeah, then be fearful because I think the demonic realm would respond to that. But again, I and I even would go so far, you bring up Halloween. We got we're two weeks from Halloween. And I was talking to Carl to Caroline about this as well. Um there are some people that are so passionately convicted and they're thinking, no, just demonic, demonic, demonic. No part in it whatsoever. I would say, fair enough. Go with your convictions. And we haven't even talked extensively what Luca, what it's going to be like with Luca. I just know my parents <laughs> were pretty stinking vigilant with us. We were homeschooled. We were protected. And yet we were still out there dressed up as cowboys and, you know, frogs getting candy. We were... We weren't allowed to say trick or treat. We were allowed to get candy. So my point there is I don't think we need to create, always create the worst case scenarios and then decide this is how it has to be for everyone else. Because maybe we'll get candy with Luca and maybe our consciences will be okay with that. Uh. And fair, fair enough. And fair enough if you guys, again, don't want to, but it's, it's, there is 
a lot of gray area in regards to a lot of things. The person that says, I do not want magic. I want nothing to do with Harry Potter, but then they're okay with Encanto. I agree with what you were saying. I do think we have to go off our convictions in many things. I don't personally see how many Christians could justify the nasty, um, what do you mean, occultist saturation that it sounds like this PG film has, especially being directed at kids. But I do see how a kid could dress up as a cowboy and get candy. That's my personal thoughts. Very interesting. As far as Halloween goes, I don't like the idea. <laughs> I don't like the idea of walking around neighborhoods and there being like scary decorations. Like I would want to avoid those houses at all costs because I just think that it's disturbing. Why are we celebrating death? This is creepy. Why do you have a skeleton out in your yard pretending to mow the lawn? I don't think it's funny. It's just weird. Um, and I wouldn't want Luca going up to that house. So would you feel... So maybe a trunk or treat at a church. At a church. Would you feel okay? I mean, do you feel passionate enough about that side, that argument, that you would say, yes, yeah, so I, I don't think any Christians should take part in any facet of Halloween? I mean, and I'm 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 simply opening up. You you can say that if you want. Mm -hmm. It sounds like maybe that is where you stand. Uh, just go to your church's trunk or treat. <laughs> like if my kid's a teenager, I'm gonna whatever. You know, he can go knock on doors. Although teenagers shouldn't be trick or treating, so scratch that. No, you're not trick or treating if you're a teenager. I think there could absolutely be wisdom in not taking part in Halloween at all, not watching any movies with any magic. Sometimes I'm kind of like, are we just too lax, and we should be yeah pulling away from even Encanto, even Lord of the Rings. It's kind of like that could be a conversation worth having. Have Christians gotten too lax? Mm -hmm. But right now, currently, I feel okay with choosing what I watch with wisdom and being cautious, looking at parents' guide, but still watching and taking part in some things. Um, and so I just don't, I, I would like to see Christians be a little slower to make blanket statements that this is completely off unless according to scripture, it is completely off. Um, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And to the pure, all things are pure. And so you might have somebody who goes out with their kids and gets candy wearing a cat costume and in their conscience, they're completely okay. They're completely okay before God. And to them, it's not inviting demons into their home. All right. Fair enough. Morgan, are we still friends? Time for me to take a nap. I mean, you do. You overexerted yourself. That, that's 12 minutes. No, Morgan, you guys, is a champ. Morgan, thank you for being here. Guys, seriously, comment below. I opened the dialogue, and that's just, that's where I'm at right now. I was praying earlier today, like, Lord, at 33 years old, as I'm getting older, and I'm hopefully growing in my faith walk, I believe I am, but there is, you know, different things that you learn as you get older, as you're in the Word, you read things, and, it, you know, you, you, dive deeper, you see certain things differently. My desire is that I would just be a godly man. So even if maybe I spoke something that you're just kind of like, huh, I don't agree with that. I'm open to having dialogue and conversation. Sounds like Morgan and I are pretty close to the same page, but maybe not a hundred percent. And we're going to have to talk about putting Luca in a little elf costume <laughs> to uh, go get candy. We might have to talk about that. Oh my goodness. And years to come.
Guys, give this video a thumbs up if you enjoyed it. We will be right back to, uh, I'm going to let Morgan go take a nap and I will field the questions in the next week. Morgan will plan on making your grand re-entry. Yep. We are excited for that and excited for some Q&A just to see how you're doing. All right. Love you guys. Patron roll. I will be right back. Say goodbye to Morgan. Hey guys, as you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals, which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do this without you all. If you believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, click the link below or just go to patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan Show.